Well, welcome to Leaders Live, everybody. We are, we're hoping we are live, live, live this morning. Yes, we are. We're live, live, live. It's always a bit nerve-wracking whether we go live or not. So um, welcome to Leaders Live, and I'm Andrew Jenkins. This is a short countdown timer to help the various feeds catch up and get our nerves back to normal again after going live and settle down. We can't wait for today's groovy show, folks. Um, and in this week's Leaders Live, we'll be hanging out with... Fellow directors Anthony Jones and Mike Sweeting, brand and design experts, and and Mike, not Ant and Deck, but Ant and Mike, from ghosts that shape brands to inspire businesses just like yours. And our theme is, is it time your business brand acts its age? Oh, let's get a oh in there. Oh. So give us a quick wave, boys. A quick hello. 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 <laughs> Great. And uh, joining us as a moderator today, we've got Sarah Jenkins, FD of PDX Consulting. Say a quick hello, Sarah. Hi. There we go. There's the team today. 80th Leaders Live, folks. 80th Leaders Live. And we've been so pleased that we've all been part of this growing community that feels really exciting. Wow. <laughs> So please let me know if our audio is coming through okay as well. We haven't got any comments in the feed yet, so hopefully the feed's coming through. So I can't see anything coming through on the feed yet. So, Sarah, have we got anything on the feed yet? No? Oh, and here's our video. Ah, well, we hope you uh, enjoyed that little short video. Actually, um, um, Ghost helped me to prepare for that one and, and get all that sorted. So, oi oi people and hi gang, it's Leaders Live Showtime, folks. And uh, yeah, we're uh, it's just after 8.45 here in the UK and we are live, live, live with Leaders Live. At least we're hoping we're live, live, live with Leaders Live. Oh, and the comments are coming through. Brilliant. Thank you very much, David. Good morning to you. And we hope you enjoyed that short, brand new, groovy opener, gang. And uh, yeah, brand new. And we're delighted that we are being powered by our sponsors, Your DMS, who are document management experts. So, quick change of uh, scene here. So, uh, yeah, if you're new to Leaders Live, a warm, warm welcome to you, ladies and gentlemen. And Leaders Live is a dynamic weekly talk show that generates business through networking, through community, and through extraordinary conversations that inspire. Ooh, I think that deserves a... Uh, ooh. And as I mentioned in the countdown, I'm Andrew Jenkins, and please don't be shy. We'd love you to introduce yourself to the show so we can all get to know you as we, and please, you know, we encourage you to actively network and build relationships with each other in the, um, in the feed. And uh, yeah, good morning to Ian Taylor. Good morning to Tilly Davis says, hi, Andrew and the team. Yeah. And Tilly will be uh, moderating for us next week. So uh, yeah, we're flip-flopping around a little bit. And um, yeah, great to have everybody on board. So please join in, please interact with the comments, chat and ask questions as we go along. And our motto here is I to the power of we. Ooh. So um, live streaming as usual on all the major media channels, um, as well as your DMS company page, <coughs> excuse me, and Leaders Live website uh, as well. So the website address will be in the feed very shortly. Good morning, oh. Matthias, as well. Now, I've no idea how all this lot works, but don't you just love tech? And not only can you catch us live as well, folks, but you can also catch us on the replay. And there's podcasts as well. What's not to like about that? And, folks, um, we've got a buymecoffee.com um, forward slash, sorry, backslash leaders live. So if you love what you hear and see and you'd love to support us in all the effort that goes into producing this free show, and, boy, there's a heck of a lot of effort that goes into making this free show. You can buy me a coffee too, folks, and you get a shout-out on the show too, and it might look a bit like this if I can find it. Let me just see if I can find the shout-out. Here's a little tester for you. So it looks a bit like that, and you get your name up and likes. How good is that? So the link will be in the feed shortly if Sarah can find that. So um, that will be coming uh, you can also use the QR code as well on the screen, and we've added that on every page, so it just makes it easy. No faffing. So please test it out, folks. It's an awesome little app, and it's just a bit of fun. And we love it when we get a free coffee from you guys, folks. So there we go. And um, yes, 
smash those likes as well too please and those thumbs up we'd really appreciate that i love that little bell ding <laughs> it keeps us motivated too so please follow us on youtube as well and hopefully the links will be in the feed shortly um so phew put it all together what have you got yep you've got it bibbity bibbity bobbity boo so let's bring up our guests for today ant and mike not ant and deck but ant and mike um so uh both Anthony Jones and Mike Sweeting are highly skilled, um, part of a vibrant team that make up the team called Ghost, a brand and design agency that shapes brands to inspire business just like yours. And today's theme is, is it time your business brand um, acts its age? Oh, let's just get that. Oh, oh. And they've been very involved in helping me evolve Leaders Live brand too. So how are you doing, both of you? Good, thank you. How are you? Ah, oh, doing very well, thank you. Very well indeed. So, Ant, you know, set the scene for us today. Give us some direction, you know, some uh, sort of forward motion of travel. Where, are, what are you inspiring us with today, then, Ant? Um, today, hopefully, we'll be inspiring you and uh, look at your own brand mm -hmm. because it's evolved over time. See if it's still relevant and yeah. um, basically acting its age. <laughs> Is your brand acting its age? Fantastic! Oh. I think that deserves a, ah, and uh, yeah, to get the interaction going, folks, um, and just before I do that, good morning to uh, Matthias and good morning, um, actually, you're, I think your coffee is the Krayak every morning, right? Okay, where are you calling from, Matthias? He's, he's our local globetrotter, so he's our digital nomad, and good morning, Caroline Sayed as well, fantastic to see you. Um, Mike, you've got a question for us, I think, haven't you, for the audience to get going on? Yeah, so we were just um, wondering, have you ever wondered if your brand is acting its age? Ah, okay. So have you ever wondered, is your brand acting its age? And how do you know if it isn't? So Sarah will pop that in the feed, hopefully. I can't see Sarah's feed at the moment, so she might be struggling with the feed. I don't know yet. Yeah, I'm getting a nod from Sarah, struggling with the feed. So the question is, have you ever wondered if your brand isn't acting its age? And how do you know if it isn't? Oh, interesting question. Right, so that gets you started, folks. Have you ever wondered if your brand is acting its age and how do you know if it isn't? That's the question for this morning, folks. So um, there's a little bit of delay in the feed. So um, we'll come back to that in a moment. I'll come back to you two guys just in a tick as well. So uh, let me just bring up the moderator scene. Ah, so during the countdown, I briefly introduced our Sarah. And um, yeah, um, Sarah is our moderator today, and this is Sarah's first time moderating, and Sarah is my FD at PDX Consulting. Uh, so that's great. And uh, yeah, over to you, Sarah, to say a bit more to us. Yeah, good morning. Um, needless to say, first time I'm doing this, and for some reason, the feed from LinkedIn is not appearing at all. So it'd be really interesting to know the people who are commenting, what platform they're commenting from, because as I say, I've put everything in the feed from LinkedIn and nothing is appearing. <laughs> have to say it's extremely disconcerting isn't it yeah if you go on to um the um notifications on linkedin you should be able to see it there and you'll see how many people are live there's lots of people live you should be able to comment from there so just move screens onto the other one we set up for you sarah so that's um that's our challenge the event <laughs> I'll just put you on mute for now. Mate. Oh, you need to, it'll be in there somewhere. Just look at the notifications feed. It'll be in there somewhere. I can see. I've just hooked onto it. Right. Okay. So um, back to Ant and Mike. Let's just bring you both back up again. Okay. And just before you begin, let's just give you a round of applause. <laughs> Feel the love, guys. Feel the love. Ah, I hope you like the groovy build-up. So let's bring you side by side again. Um, so, Mike, you asked us, you asked the uh, audience a question. We're still waiting for the feed to catch up here. Good morning, Emma. Um, great to see you. That's brilliant to see you as well. And please, the rest of you who are on, just let us know who you are. That'll be great. Um, so while we're waiting for that feed to catch up and Sarah to find out where that is at the moment, poor Sarah's struggling trying to find out how to pop it into the feed. Um, and... Um, Actually, Tilly, if you're around, you can probably try and pop it in as well from your end. I don't know, but uh, we'll 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 see what we're doing. <laughs> Poor Sarah doesn't know what's going on. Okay, so um, first question then from me, and um, that's a question to you. And you know, look, most people in business think they know what a brand is, right? And so yeah. it sounds so obvious, doesn't it? Everybody knows what a brand is, but what is a brand really? Let's really get to the nuts and bolts of this, Ant. <clears throat> that, that question's um, 
relatively basic. Mm. Yeah, it seems so, doesn't it? it? It does seem so. Everyone kind of has an idea of what a brand is. Yeah. Um, they always start with it's a logo, it's a website. So it's all the mechanics that that sort of encompass the the visualization, the expression of what your brand is. Yeah. Uh, but we 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 want we want to um, uh, and then when once they go through that process, they think they've done their brand, yeah. which is a bit wrong. Uh, so it's a never-ending, evolving um, uh, process. Once you've produced the assets, um, you've got to go further. You've got to keep it going, um, and it doesn't stop there. Like so it's um, as well. It's a lot more than that really if, if, we, if you look at the idea that we'll often personify a brand mm. um, we'll say things like um, your brand has character or personality motivations and purpose okay a character and motivations and purpose cool so it's almost we, like a living thing mike well exactly if you're mm. um it, it does suggest that it's a living thing so um if that's the case if it's living it must be born and it must die so uh, follow a life cycle. So that's what we're going to kind of talk to you today about. Really. So it has a life cycle. It has a life of its own, and uh, it's all about perception too, I suppose. You know, and and it's it's very subtle, isn't it? You know, and I, I guess a brand. The, you know, you talked about a brand gets born and then it goes through various stages, right? Is this you're going to talk about that? Is this is this the bit that you're going to talk about here? The cycle here. Yeah, that's it. Mm, talk us through that then. Yeah, so like any kind of living system, really, um, it will follow this a similar kind of life cycle, yeah. whether that's a ecosystem or a living animal, or like if you're to personify something like a person. Mm. We've sort of put this um, concept together where you've got this six-stage life cycle. Ah, okay. So, um, obviously, start with birth. That's mm. the brand um just like a baby it needs to be loud tension grabbing <laughs> yeah bright colors toys form these relationships with mm. it's from nothing it's completely unknown so yeah you know it'll cry and be loud in order to get attention and try and get across this message so, what it needs to do at the yeah. start of something so if your business is your, your brand, you perceive it that way, you've got full enthusiasm to express multiple different things. You've got a lot of energy going off at that particular stage. Yeah, lots of energy going off in its early stages, yeah. And Tilly, just to let you know, the link is in WhatsApp if you wanted just to um, pop some stuff in the feed for us, um, the Ecamm link. So please join us, that's fine. Um, yeah, and I suppose the other thing is to say, well, if that's what a brand is, then what isn't a brand? I guess is another way of looking at this. Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, we're, as we said sort of earlier, you know, a brand isn't just mm. a logo and some colours. It is this um, the soul of your business, really. Um, and as as you build around that soul with the personalities and your the, the reason that brand exists, it's meaning for life, all those things add texture to the brand. It starts to grow up. Yeah. Ah, and texture to the brand, I love that expression. So it's more than just a logo, right, guys? Absolutely. So once you've moved on from that like launch, the birth of your brand, it's you're then into this like high growth stage really where you're expanding into new markets and learning lots of things. Well, like a child, you know, you're you're building new relationships. You're starting to have friends outside of your just your parents, and um, yeah, it's 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 growing in every every aspect and learning all the time as a brand. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so the next stage is it, it sort of at points there is teenagers. So you, <laughs> like any teenager, you're willing to try anything. Uh, you're willing to, to to try things that that you decide you may not like, so you drop them. Things you do like, you carry on. So it's a sort of an experimenting sort of era. Yeah. Um, you, reckon, you you know you're good at what you do. Mm -hmm. You know the brand is okay. It needs it does what it does. 
uh, but you want to express it uh, in, in a different way. So you're sort of evolving it a bit or you're trying to evolve it. It's, it's almost like you, your brand starts to know it needs to act more mature. Uh, uh, experimenting with different styles in order to still represent what that brand was when it was born. Mm. To reframe that in a more, you know, mature way like an adult would. So just like a teenager would, you know, try different styles in order to like get a grip on what they think they should be as they grow up. As they grow up, yeah. I'm just thinking about my own brand for a minute. But just before we go into that, you guys listening, look, you know, what are, what are your thoughts about your brand? You know, how how much has your brand shifted and changed and adapted? Um, and you know. It'd be just really interesting to hear from from you guys, um, and we've got a bit of a poll that we'll do in a moment. But um, so we we've kind of said, look, a brand is is more than just it's not just a design or a logo, is it? You know, it's not just a website thing. It's much more than that. This is about the culture of your business. It's about the way your business adapts and evolves, and the clients that you're attracting. And you know, at some point, you then revisit that branding of your company and it and, and it subtly starts to change right is that what i'm hearing from you guys absolutely yeah so that's um mm. you know as you move into those later stages like teenager and then adult mm. you know that needs to really you, your business has grown a lot hasn't it so you're you're now a mature large business potentially yeah. um but yeah your you know your brand maybe isn't reflecting and your brand expressions aren't reflecting what you stand for now because as a mature adult you've defined what the way you see the world the way your business acts in the world so you just need to make sure that your brand expressions are kind of um matching that because if you don't stay yeah if you don't stay relevant you will slip into that kind of the what we're calling the elderly stage where your your brand might go into decline you'll start to see you know lots of other competition popping up because you're not relevant anymore and uh takes the place and you, you're having to act by dropping your prices in order to stay you know relevant but or you might change name or acquire be acquired or acquire something else so you yeah yeah so that's and, and so that it's not to do with the the age of the business mm. you know it could be you know 20 30 years old but still be in the child stage yeah okay i'm with you so age isn't necessarily determined although there's some stuff coming up here in the feed let me just give you a pause from it let's just bring up where's the mod scene here we go sarah what's going on in the feed there's some interesting stuff i think coming up Ooh. oh sarah you're on mute <laughs> Oh, hang on. There you go. How's there that? we go. That's when you control it and I'm on mute. <laughs> it's always my fault. You can always blame me. Yeah, Absolutely. Tilly does the same when she's moderating. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we seem to have a few technical issues today. The chat yeah. function is really not doing it's redundant, what it should be yeah. doing. Yeah, I think um, Tilly's just posted yeah, some stuff Tilly's for us. Tilly's posted so. some stuff in. Mm. A lot of uh, there's a, some of the guys, Mike Swan and Angus, are going. The chat's not working on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, so we're struggling a bit with that um, and watching it, but. Um, yeah, so interesting. Joe Cooper says it always intrigues me how a brand begins. Love the life cycle, especially the naughty teens. And yeah. and Emma Dishu says she thinks her brand's about to turn eighteen. Eighteen. So does that Where's mean that? she's now? We we're coming yeah. out of the teenage phase. Yeah. Um. So and thanks to Tilly for popping in um, the bits. I've no idea how you've managed to populate that on the chat, <laughs> Tilly, but. Fantastic. You Fantastic that you've done it. Yeah. It just makes me look totally inept. And honestly, it is the technology. It is the technology it? today. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So this was Joe's comment here. Thanks for that. It's always tricking me how brand begins and the life cycle. Absolutely. That's what we're talking about, the life cycle. And um, did you bring up Tilly's comment? I think this was Tilly's just, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Brand is a concept that publicly distinguished you from the other products, services or concepts mm. so that can be easily communicated and marketed. Brilliant. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it sounds, go on. Sorry, Sarah. Uh, Laurie says age doesn't equal maturity. Mm, where have I heard that before? <laughs> I don't know, Laurie. Where does that, I, where does that come in? <laughs> I could not possibly comment. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, luckily the tech is working on Tilly's side, so um, Tilly's just said, "My pleasure, we've got this." So there you go. Yeah. So, so Tilly will do the comments. A UK problem, not a South African problem. Though. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, well, they've usually got load shedding, so they've got loads of problems there, and so uh, brilliant. Okay, so that's where we are so far. Let me just bring the ghost guys back in again. So, Mike, you know, that's um, really interesting the way we're looking at you know the personification of a brand, and that it is more than just its image. There's a whole lot going on here, really subtle, and we've talked about life cycles here that uh, Joe's mentioned about life cycles you've talked about life cycles Mike you know it's, it's really interesting isn't it you know interesting way of looking at it you know we're talking about these life cycles fascinating stuff could we dig a bit deeper into that tell us a little bit more about the life cycle of brands Mike yeah sure um, <clears throat> a good way to explain it as well would be uh, to use kind of an example mm. um, what from one that stands out for me as a good example of this is in 2020 when Brewdog. Ah, Brewdog, right. It was kind of controversial at the time because, you know, any change is hard for people, but... Um, this one here. <laughs> so um, I think at the time they'd been going for 13 years. Yeah. And they'd started off, as everyone knows, imagine as kind of a punk. Mm. Kind of a man. You know, we're anti-establishment. But... Um, <laughs> Well, they now had four breweries across mm. the world, 100 bars. Wow. And, um, so they were actually very much the man in themselves. <laughs> so they had to reframe the way they were, you know, expressing themselves. Yeah. Because they were, you know, this teenager now, uh, at that before, where they were, you know, coming across that as that punk, we're just going to, be controversial and stuff. So they, they, they transitioned into the maturity stage uh, with their new brand and kind of grew up and yeah. presented themselves in this slightly more refined way. Still, you know, keeping their core disruptiveness. Yeah. Because they're still craft brewery, but they were now accepting that they were in all the supermarkets and, you know, globally available. So I think that's, that's a great example of that kind of highlights the uh, life cycle really of a brand, how you can transition from one uh, stage into another. Interesting, isn't it? And you know, that this is this is the mature end of it here, this photograph we've got here, this graphic. Yeah, so on the, the left yeah. is um, their second um, iteration and then on the right is their third mature stage ah okay that rings a bell actually looking at that so you know the first one's quite busy isn't it there's lots going on and then they've cleaned up the brand really significantly haven't they yeah. here and I'm, I'm like the hierarchy that just says the important bits instead of and they've dropped that kind of punk paste effect and like printed um kind of aesthetic really so it's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, and, and just think about um, my my own brand for PDX Consulting. I started off with with a very different logo and image to where you know when I first started out. And I think it was Emma that said, "Well, my brand's eighteen. Well, I think my brand's about nineteen, similar age, Emma." And, um, you know, it started off as a square box with a round circle to represent structure and fun, you know, and orange and um, blue where my colours are purple. Uh, and you know, that metamorphosized over time. Then it became a surfboard, still the PDX consulting thing, but it cleaned up the design. And now, thanks to you guys, it's just called PDX. And, you know, we've, we've to a dark purple background, still keeping its roots, but it's changed quite significantly. And we've dropped the name a little bit like, you know, the, the long name, just got the short name now, Brewdog. That's all you you know the punk ipa piece although it's still there um but it, it's less crowded isn't it you know they've smoothed out the brand they've made it cleaner i suppose and yeah the, the, the trick is well i think with especially with pdx is making sure that the, that the person that owns the brand yeah feels still own it as it evolves that's and right you still, you still feel even though it's not got a surfboard on it i know you're very much into your surfing <laughs> yeah. it's still relevant to you yeah to happen it can't just mutate into something that ceases mm. to be to a core as to what it represents and if we continue that you know the analogy we were using earlier um when when the brand like brewdog are you know expressing themselves mm. that's the clothes that that person is wearing 
So, you know, as they grow through the stages, they are changing the clothes and the, the perfume they wear, maybe the, the actual tangible expressions change. Yeah, very subtle, isn't it? So, you know, you go through that baby stage, as you said before, where is it, this this one here, you know, where you go from child to teen, you know, and we drop the toys, don't we, the bright, shiny things. And, you know, when I first started Leaders Live, you know, very much like that. And then you have to go through these growth pains. You know, it's not that straightforward, is it? You know, there's there's... It, it all sounds quite okay, you know, yeah, it's just an evolution, but it's not, you know, I mean, the other day, you know, talking to, um, to you guys and my whole team about Leaders Live, you know, and there's some growth pains involved. It's quite painful, you know, to, to kind of take that next step. It's, uh, and, and sometimes we have to ditch the shiny clothes and they just don't suit us anymore as a, you know, as a teenager, right? You know, we need to have more subtle clothing. As you say, the growing pains. Mm. Recognize yourself. You've got to do them. Yeah. Like one of callers said that she reckons her brand is um, an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, Emma. She yeah. That. No one's going to tell Oops. us that. It, it, it's it's the evolution. It's the person that owns it Come that on. believes in it. Yeah. Um, already recognizes they're not quite wearing. The same clothes, and they're not quite acting the age they actually are. Yeah, and that's time then to look at the branding, isn't it? And to revisit that. And so, you know, the brand evolves. And so, you know, we have to look at the whole thing, don't we? You know, well, how have we evolved as a business? You know, what's what what image? Um, represents that what's the text we're using what colors are we using you know how do we represent our personality today it's actually quite complex isn't it it's not straightforward is it okay i mean just sort of mm. thinking that fifa yeah um, were were where is it uh, FIFA? Oh, not that one this one no not that one where is it i'm just trying to find it there it is fifa that one there is that the one they were a mature organization they got their act together mm. they were definitely an adult wearing a suit and they, they knew what they were doing, top of their game, et cetera, et cetera. But because of the World Cup and various um, political and cultural issues yeah. that have affected it, um, it's, it's, it's looking a little elderly, let's say. Uh -huh. So they need to go away and reevaluate what their brand is and then start to express it so they've got the right clothing. And I wouldn't be surprised if when they start to re-express it, they don't quite look like a suit anymore. Mm. They've got to represent, and represent in this particular case, are the fans. If they, ha if they haven't got the fans on their side, as a brand, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. So tell us what's going on with this graphic here then, because this is interesting. So you've got the colours of the rainbow here, and this is the Lotus World Cup stuff, yeah? The England captain uh, yeah. won love. The, the England team, all of them wanted to wear this armband. Mm. The captain is known for wearing it. On, on other games, yeah, uh, was banned in the World Cup, mm. kind of, particularly from UK press. And the reaction to that sort of snowballed. Yeah, it did, didn't it? After yeah. the World Cup, but mm. thankfully the sport itself has overtook it, and people have got into the game, as it were. Mm. There's a lot of politics around it that, that need to be solved before we do the next next World Cup. Yeah. Interesting. So they've, they're out of step with their public, right? So, and this is where the brand is then in question, right? Because it's not ecological with where people's thinking is. That's an interesting thought for us. So it's not just about what we think, it's about what other people think about us as well. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Let's just give you a break for a minute and let's just bring, um, there's a lot of comments going on. So I just want to pick these comments up. Sarah, what's going on in the chat? Yeah, there's a lot of laugh about um, dodgy makeup and how we've matured. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a more serious note, <laughs> um, Mateus said um, he's attempt. He, Mateus says, "Yes, I attempt my brand according to societal development, mm. but still try to keep my brand identity." Yeah. Um, there's a really good uh, comment from Mike Swan who says, "What Morning, importance?" Mike. Do you give to brand strap lines? Oh, question. E yeah. Just do it, Nike. Yeah, what say you guys? I think as a as a whole, it's the, the tone of voice that's the 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 important bit, isn't it? It's like that as the strap line is part of the way you express what you stand for. Yeah. And strap line is a great way to summarize as much as you can about your brand in a sentence. Uh, Nike a great one because they do get across their tone of voice and their brand attitude and stuff quite well mm. yeah it's it's 
it's everything you say. It's the way you speak is the way you, you know, express your brand. That's just as important as the clothes. Absolutely. Um, just think of it as your the part of your arsenal of brand assets. Um, it's, not, it's not something that stands alone. If you've got multiple layers of the way you want to communicate, mm. your strategy can do one thing, the imagery can do another thing, and your messaging can do something else. And they all that your brand covers all those things. If, if the, the image, the messaging, the strap line, the logo are all saying exactly the same thing, it kind of looks a bit boring, but there's always layers and levels. Uh, okay. So the messaging and the logo, and it all works together, right? I mean, I'm just thinking about your, um, you know, Ghost is a brand and design agency. And I think your latest strap line is that shape brands to inspire people, right? Was that, was that, that's, that's your latest strap line. And my strap line for Leaders Live, which I think is absolutely perfect. Well, I would say that, wouldn't I? <laughs> is um, eye to the power of we, you know, and um, but we use other phrases, the stock phrases like be there or be square that I use on the end of every one of my messages that go out. Little things like that. And we use words like groovy and get the vibe, which are all part of the culture of Leaders Live. But they're also part of the brand. Is that is that right, guys? Yeah, it's the way that you express yourself, isn't it? It's just as important. Oh, there's the colours and yeah, everything. Indeed. It's part of your identity, part of your yeah. personality. Yeah, and even to these bright purple colours here, and the, the colour on my microphone here. But uh, anyway, Sarah, what's, what else is going yeah, on? Let's I just give the guys a break. it's fascinating, isn't it? Mm. Um, you know, you think about the the, the taglines that you remember yeah. and how many of us, somebody will go, like, every little helps. And you know, Every little is. helps. Who was that? You know? That was Asda, wasn't well, it? Every no, little... it's tes uh, uh, Tesco, is it? Mm, no, it's Tesco think... or Asda. So it's very interesting, isn't it? Um, Which one was it, Ant? My favourite strap line is um, chocolate heaven since 1911. <laughs> <laughs> now, you chocolate see, I know the phrase, but I can't think who the brand is. Yeah, well, we should know that, shouldn't we? Or even a jingle will take us to, to a brand name, won't it? You know. Absolutely. Um, Emily says, part of my strategy for next year is refinement, tightening up and levelling up with the brand. Oh, there it is there. Nice one, Emma. Yeah, levelling up and refinement, tightening up. Well, you've got the guys here for you, so if you need anyone to help you tighten that up, then the, yeah. these two guys Joe, can help you. Joe Coop <clears> says, love the ghost branding and feel of the website. Um, uh, and she also it, says, it's because oh, you're oh, a bright and sparkle personality, Andrew Jenkins. Ah, uh, <laughs> my mate Joe, she's lovely. <laughs> Making you feel bright, good. Bright and sparkly, that's me. Yeah, I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we, we won't go. That goes back into the uh, the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Lipstick and eyeshadow, that's what Absolutely. it is, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> every, every time. Always. Every time. <laughs> Always. Um, just on a more serious note, yeah. Christina um, says about. The, the logo going back to the logo on mm. on the footballers um the logo of the heart uh, it is was a human rights protest message against oppression yeah. to um L lgbt people and migrant workers is this still a brand logo ah uh, is it mm. that's uh, interesting what, what say you guys it's not the it's not um obviously the team's logo or the uh FIFA logo, but it is a brand in itself. Exactly. It's, I say, it's, it's become known as, you know, you see the logo and it's like, oh, yes, people know what it is. So I, I guess, yes, it is a brand. But I guess if you don't obey what that message says or you go against it, then then that doesn't look ecological either, does it, guys? Is that? No. Well, yeah, if somebody's wearing your brand and acting in a way that doesn't represent your brand, that's going to have a negative effect. Yeah. So you've got, that's why you should always be aware of who's representing you because that's just uh, you know that's part of your the way your brand's expressed so yeah the expression of your brand yeah i love that yeah um anything else going on in the chat oh there's yeah, loads Laurie, coming up right <laughs> laurie hales saying um don't underestimate a good tagline when has some oh. little at all the strap lines for all the major adverts memorized um and yeah kids do don't they they just get it off pat um, Jonas says he had some difficulties deciding on how to use his brand. My personal brand is overshadowing my company's brand. I'm looking for a way to use my personal brand to strengthen my business brand. Perfect. That's a great example of a life cycle, right, guys? Yeah. Here we go. Here's a good one from Mike as well. 
how would you Mike Swan, how would you handle a brand transition from a design process? Just trying to bring your feed up. There it is. There it is, right from, from YouTube. How would you handle brand transition from a design process, folks? Right. And huge question. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Mike. Well done. Put the cat amongst the pigeons. I love it. Well, 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 the first thing that we do at, at Ghost is we want to understand who you are, mm. what makes you, uh, what what you like. Not not literally do you like the colour blue or anything like that, but sort of what what you like, what you don't like. Through usually sort of uh, through a, a question session, uh, that tend to be a little bit abstract, a little bit repetitive, but the questions slightly different with different words. So just to find try and dig detail out of out of what what you'd like from your brand, how you'd like it to evolve. Sometimes it's revolutionary; it's a rebirth. Sometimes it's just a, a you know an incremental nudge, if you like. Uh, but that, that once you've got that process. You've effectively got a brief for a designer to to to, to work from, and it, it's it's gold dust to work from. I think it's gold dust. Yeah, and interesting. This is where it becomes really subtle. I remember when you guys, particularly, you know, well, both of you actually, you know, and and the ghost brand is very much around picking up language and values and cultural nuances, which was going to be a question of mine. So tell us a little bit more about that, because I think that's where Mike's heading, isn't it? Um, you know that trying to transition because there's a lot going on here, and it's not just imagery, is it? There's, there's we're picking up language now as well, and yeah. values, and you know, it's very nuanced, right? <laughs> That's the key. It yeah. is uh, the questions and the strategy that we put into the brands before we do any design work. It's all about discovering and understanding what the what, what you know the people behind the brand and what that brand therefore represents yeah and what its soul is what its personality is and again it's all about building that uh texture you know about that meaning to, yeah. the, to the design that's created it's not just created because that's a nice color or you like blue or whatever it's it all <laughs> comes from the meaning why that brand exists to be honest so i really like that it's, so, it, everything has come from a meaning yeah a meaning and then a purpose right so purpose. Yeah. Mm, so some big words there and that's all about the values you use the language you use and i'm just thinking about you know the way you designed my leaders life website you know to represent exactly how we look and feel and you know the, i think that the website reflects it really well and it's not just done in imagery you know yes there's a logo and that logo is genius by the way the leaders life logo brilliant but you know, it's not just that. It's it's the subtle language structures and and you know, the personality of the people. Um, just bringing Sarah back in because there's a few more comments on this process that's going on there. Sarah, what else is going on? It sounds yeah. like there's there's um, a good one from Tilly. <clears throat> yeah. Do you approach a personal brand and a business brand differently? Oh, brilliant question. No, no, no. A brand. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Well, we would you know, again. It's about discovering what that brand, whether it's personal or business, yeah. you know, stands for. It's what what their meaning is, really. So, a, a personal meaning, because you know, as we said at the beginning, a brand almost is a person, really. It's personified. It's so it's a character just like a, a person's a character. So we will we generally approach them in a very similar way. Yeah, and I guess, you know, the different things for different times as well, you know, perhaps you might be starting a brand that then needs to build itself in a community and get itself known. And so, you know, it has one expression of itself to begin with, like the life cycle you were talking about. And then later, once that's built, you know, I'm just trying to think of, of say, Thornton's Chocolates, for example, who had shops all over the UK, didn't they, in every high street. And now they're online, right? So that brand is now so well known. Well, it's massively important. So that's yeah. the other part of the, the session is to understand not just what the brand stands for, but what the context is. Are we just, you know, launch, getting the brand launched? you know so we've got to get that's the importance get something out there that's relevant mm. or we want to refine something that's been around for 100 years yeah. there's nuances to what the context is 
Uh, absolutely. And it's interesting, isn't it? Some, some people might not want to get their brand out there because they're worried that it's not going to look right. You know, and how do we know it's going to look right? The point is you start with something and you just change it, right? You know, as you're going along. And that's the way the life cycle thing is so important. It doesn't have to be spot on straight away, right? It just has to be spot on for where it is right now. And that's right. it, right? It will probably be very different in a few years to what, where you started because because you you don't maybe understand completely what it can grow into what the potential is correct point. you don't know what you don't know right until you until you go through it and um, which is a little bit like growing up as well you don't know you're going to turn into a teenager or what 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 teenager looks like when you're not a teenager right and likewise for an adult from a teenager yeah it's all a discovery process isn't it fascinating sarah what else is going on yeah, Joe Cooper, visual and tactile edge for branding is a great way to engage the audience. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. um, and then Jonas has gone on to, um, we, Tilly mentioned about the difference between personal and business branding. Um, and Jonas is trying to combine two very different things. On the one hand, he's a business developer and yeah. innovation consultant. But on the other hand, he's developing and influencing the wearable technology industry. Um, and this is where he's struggling to combine the two. And isn't that interesting, guys, because that is a that that is right up your street as a mission, right? You know, to kind of work out how do we combine those two bits and make it cohesive? That's what a brand's really all about for you guys, right? We'll be away. You just sort of got to go on a bit of a, a conversation and, and a discovery and ask the right sort of questions. But totally. Yeah. And that's the whole point, isn't it? That you've got that conundrum is really interesting because that's what creates the brand, right? That like literally that conundrum yeah and it, often the the most interesting brands come out of really difficult uh, collaborations or conundrums as you say it's like yeah just combining those two things that initially you think i don't know how i'm going to do this yes yeah. it's, it's going to mean that your brand's going to be very different to you know to yeah. what's already out and and the more you look at it, the more you discover Jonas, perhaps, you know, and this is what these guys do really well is they just keep looking <laughs> until they find something and then and then tease it open. And, you know, sometimes it's a little bit of a, well, we've got three options here. We're not quite sure which one works just yet, but, you know, here's our thinking. So it's not all straight, straightforward, is it? You know, there's sometimes three or four ways of looking at something, but eventually it comes into one thing, right, guys? Absolutely. Yeah, interesting. Let's just bring Sarah in again. Okay, so what else is going on? There's... Yeah, Mike Swan's got a good point. Do you mm. think that social media has helped develop brands differently? Oh, good question, isn't that's it? That's a brilliant question. Love that. Differently? I mean, to be honest, I've probably worked in branding for social media has always been a thing as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's been around a while <laughs> it's, it's, it's a type of it's a media isn't it so it's there's, you know there's always been types of media whether that was newspaper um but again yeah. they, they all function well, yeah. yeah oh but essentially you utilize the the tools aren't they so they're the tools yeah. in order to get your brand out there it's, it's a very handy tool because it's you've got 24 7 kind of feedback and conversations so it's very powerful um yeah I, I, it's probably no different to developing a brand because it's just one of your tools to help express it i would say and and maybe that's where the subtlety to a brand and marketing comes in isn't it because you know the brand is exploited on lots of different channels and today we've got more channels than we had before you know once upon a time it was print and ads and television and radio um, and you know the label that was on your product, right? You know, just thinking and of KitKat, for example, or whatever. If I'm allowed to mention that, well, do need to express themselves in a more fluid way. Mm. That you know, social media is probably a part of that because you do have to be producing a lot more content, and you want to stay interesting and relevant, and to be able to post something that isn't the same as what you've been posting every day for the last week you know so brands do it's, it's putting more emphasis on expressing that brand the expression the of it yeah but when it's the brand itself will develop you know its own personality which would be very similar to how it would have done before but it's just the way it expresses itself it has to be more dynamic i would say 
Yeah, I, I like that. I'm just looking at this here. Lovely discussion. Um, just bringing this this up here. Um, let's bring Sarah up just to read that. Let's just bring this one up. Sarah, what's I don't know who this is from, but says no, it just says user. LinkedIn user. So, mm. a, I'm very impressed that a LinkedIn user has managed to get on the feed. So, well done, <laughs> whoever you are. <laughs> um, quick question: How often should a business remind the whole organisation that the brand isn't just a logo or colour, but their every interaction, message, Perfect. communication is annual? Often enough. No, presumably no. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a conversation. It's a conversation, yeah. That's it's, what, mm. it is the, it's a conversation. It's with all of your, mm. um, really, whether that's your employees, your customers, your stakeholders. It's just a constant conversation, expressing what you stand for, your values. Isn't it? It's, it's not something you just you write a statement and then you put it on the wall. Yeah, it's, it's no, it's not something you preach. It's something you you it's involved. Yeah. I think it's a culture thing, isn't it? It's is the culture of the organisation, and it it works it kind of all the way through. So, if there's somebody who perhaps isn't enhancing the brand, um, it it is. It's we are who we work for, aren't we? And you know, the better the brand is understood by its employees and its community, mm -hmm. the better going to get out there yeah and i'm just picking up on mike's uh, previous question you know about social media perhaps what social media has really done is express uh, as an ability you talked about content earlier mike just picking up on what you said a few minutes ago that whole thing about social selling and social media because it's so quick and free essentially you know for a lot of people social media is you just use it right so it's an opportunity to really get that communication message going so perhaps you know social media has really enhanced branding and brought branding and marketing very close together with selling as well so they're almost wafer thin between them i'm guessing what do you what say you just a sudden thought of mine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, for you guys, it's obvious, isn't it? You know, yeah, this is real. And what we're trying to do is express this, aren't we? You know, and trying to work out, well, you know, what is the expression of branding? You have access mm. all the time to somebody's most, I guess, intimate life, haven't you? Someone's yeah. on the phone a lot of the time. You constantly have access to that person. So, yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's very powerful. Yeah, yeah, very powerful indeed. Um, I'm just distracted slightly because there's some things going on in the feed here. Sarah, what's going on in the feed? Um, Kieran on the Isle of Wight is our ah, very clever Kieran. LinkedIn user. Yeah, very uh, well done, Kieran. To, uh, yeah. It doesn't look like it's coming up on the normal um, feed. Uh, Matthias says, um, Tilly, in his entrepreneurship, he approaches both personal brand and business brand similarly as they are quite similar. Um, and yeah. finally, yeah, I get um, that. Yeah. Yeah. Something from Joe Cooper. Do you think that not enough employees embrace their company branding on sites such as LinkedIn, giving their own personalities to engage too? Yeah. Lovely question. Yeah. I know where Joe's going with that. What would say you guys? I think you, your the brand can't, you know, enforce its views on people. So personal views have to come, become part of it. But because it's almost like a collaboration, isn't it, between a brand and an, and an employee. So they do have to kind of work together and share values. And you should be employing people who kind of share your values anyway. Mm. So I think that's the, by allowing them to be themselves, they should be hopefully reflecting similar views anyway. So it's, you know. Yeah, or or actually, you know, allowing the brands, I think this is where Joe's coming from, is, you know, a brand can be very serious, perhaps, and, you know, maybe just slightly too serious. And, and then maybe some of the, the people that are involved in, in that brand, you know, have different expressions. And, and maybe it's time for that brand to maybe change with the times a little bit and move with the groove, you know, and, and maybe sometimes employees, you know, might be thinking, well, you know, look, look at the world around us, you know, we're kind of stuck in a place and maybe we need to move it slightly forward. I don't know, I'm guessing, but, um, you know, what say you to that? brand is a bit misaligned, potentially, mm. with, like I say, because your employees are very much a key part of the brand. Yeah. And if you're not aligned to what they think the world is... That's my... Yeah, back to the England shirt again, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're 
Society yeah so you know it's keeping in pace with what's going on around us as well like the agenda today is very different than it was 10 years ago sustainability and you know the energy crisis and you know um you know thinking about diversity and other elements that younger folk particularly are driving brand presence through their value systems so actually, yeah, coming back to brand again, you know, maybe some of the more traditional brands, you know, then need to adapt as well to to a new audience. Yeah, yeah. I find they essentially start slipping into that decline and become elderly. Become elderly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I was wondering where that comes in that elderly piece um, yeah. on the yeah, there it is, there down there. So when it becomes elderly, it's starting to become fuddy duddy, isn't it? And maybe needs to do some change. Otherwise, it ain't going to survive. It's going to go to the next one inevitably, unless it makes a change. Interesting. Yeah. But just say it's never the end necessarily. No always rebirth ah there you yeah absolutely you rebirth the brand right i love that that's a great way of looking at it so it's not yeah. <laughs> yeah like the phoenix yeah i love that brilliant um just bring sarah back in just to finish the comments and then we'll move on so uh, sarah what's what else is going on yeah, Mike Swan, as designers, do you think you have more creative freedom with business Ooh. to business branding rather than business to consumer? Interesting. Right. Wow. There's a thought. I don't think I've ever kind of viewed or considered that question. <coughs> I, I think it's more down to the individual client and their approach. Yeah. Not necessarily whether they're B2B or B2C. I think that whatever business comes to us and we start talking to them, um, we're, we're very open as to what they're going to say and we absorb what they're saying. So it's sponge stage, if you like, mm -hmm. just to try to figure out uh, how to solve it rather than whether they're B2B or B2C. I mean, the, the, when it comes to the, um, the uh, execution of, of producing things for it, that becomes probably more of a factor, but in defining what it is, uh, the brand itself, that's that's just a, a, a process to yeah. go through. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. some clients will be uh, less open or a lot, lot want to be more involved. We we actually like the clients to be involved and to very much enable their kind of ideas of what the brand should be to influence as well, because it is a conversation. It's a collaboration between two companies. But, um, yeah, creative freedom just comes with trust, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and maybe where Mike, you know, just think about Mike's question a bit more. Sometimes, you know, if it's a business-to-business -business thing, then they've got to think about where other businesses are, where it could be that, um, you know, consumers are a little bit more ahead of the curve, you know, just thinking about what we talked about beforehand with generational differences like you know, Gen Z and stuff like that, which are changing massively quickly. And maybe business brands are taking a slower a slower on the up on the uptake for what's going on around them so you know risk isn't it whether yeah is willing to kind of be disruptive in a way totally you know and how disruptive do you want to be as a business i came across a business brand the other day a business to business brand it's incredibly disruptive you know and fantastic what they're doing to change to change their perception in the marketplace but also to encourage their 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 business customers to to you know to make change so it's fascinating what you can do purely with brand right such a powerful thing and you know coming to just a just to shout you out a little bit and what you do guys um just talk us through your call to action here so you know you've got four points here just talk to us about it because we're coming to the end of the show shortly so just wanted to get this in before we rush it so talk us through what what's going on here ant um so they're just sort of um as I say, that, that one of the things we, we, we know that, that people that have the brand are aware whether it's wearing, as we say, the wrong clothes. The wrong clothes, yeah. They already sort of suspect this, but this is just sort of like a few pointers to sort of give you uh, evidence, if you like, because people uh, like to get evidence as opposed to just have a thought and not be quite sure if they're right. Um, so maybe ask uh, some of your best customers. 
um, if they understand what your business is about today. So if, yeah. you, if you say you, you, your business has been going for 10 years or so, mm. or have an understanding of what you do, but you've gone through the teenage period where you've evolved it, mm. you have services, you know much more than what they think you know. So it's always good to talk to your customer to see if they understand all the services or the products that you offer. It's a good thing to just get a bit of feedback from a customer. Yeah, I like that. Ask ask your best customers and ask yourself the same question, right, once you've listened to your customers. That's number two, right? You already know the answer, mm. but it just gives you some sort of confirmation that what you think might be an issue, yeah, an issue or not, depends what sort of answers you get. If you listen to them and you, you don't recognise what you hear back, yeah. that's when you sort of have to ask, you know, does something need to change? Yeah, and that's the mismatch, isn't it, which is number three, isn't it? And so by matching those two up together, and if there isn't an alignment, the question then to ask yourself is, yeah, exactly as you just said, does something need to change? Because if you keep doing the same thing, then then that's the first sign of madness, isn't it? Something needs to change sometimes to move with the times or to reflect in where the brand's heading or what's happening in the marketplace, right? Yeah. Ah, fascinating. And then that goes on to what happens then. So once we find the mismatch, what do we do then? Right. So once you've done the mismatch, um, so if the, if the answer, I mean, so I'll read it this one. Uh, the answer to the question is 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 number three is yes. Ah, uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Go to the website and simply say hi to us. Okay. Basically. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and that's where you guys can enter in. Say that again, Ant. I missed that. Sales thing from Ghost specifically. Yeah, and your website is uh, weareghost.com, Correct. So yeah. small there there it is there i mean hopefully we'll get that in the link in a minute maybe tilly can pop that in the link for us um i've i've got those links as well so because sarah's sarah's link isn't working so we'll pop those all in the link in a few minutes your your um all your contact details for you Ant, for mike and for um for david as well who's your ceo david agnew and also the ghost website details we'll we'll pop those in the feed in a few minutes for you can I just say that, that, that what, one of the things that, that we love here yeah. to start to get to know an organisation, sort of go into that trying to, a, a Vulcan mind melting, like, <laughs> what, what, the, what they are and what they're trying to uh, understand about themselves. Yeah. Um, but we love a conversation. Um, so more than happy to have conversations with anybody that, that wants to have them. There you go, Jonas. There's, a, there's an opportunity for you. Yeah, just have a conversation because these things are so important, you know. Um, yeah, great discussion, chaps. Thank you. So I think that's Kieran from the Isle of Wight. So that's brilliant. Yeah, no, thanks for that. And yeah, you're right. And brand is all about a conversation, as you just said. You know, it's a it's a communication that goes goes lots and lots of ways. Very subtle stuff, and it's more than just imagery, as as we've said. Um, yeah. So uh, Tilly's just popped the details in the feed. That's fantastic, brilliant, and the telephone number as well. Um, so there you go. So that's it there. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email, hiweareghost.com, and we'll be back to you in a flash. There you go. How about that? Yeah, and Jonas says he'd love to have a conversation with you guys, so there you go. Um, useful. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. So, yeah, look, we could go on forever. <laughs> it sounds like we need another round. We always need a round two on these conversations. And, uh, yeah, I'll just finish up with Sarah as well. So, Sarah, have you got anything that you want to add? No, I think uh, next time, hopefully, the, the, the feed will be working and I won't look quite so inept, but there we go. Um, I think it's a really interesting, uh, thought-provoking mm. conversation. One of the things that did go through my mind was mm. when we talked about social media, so the TikTok generation that absolutely exploded during COVID. Um, yeah. nice. And dare I say, a lot of the younger demographics um, mm. use it. And it's also very easy for a brand to become very well known very suddenly, but not always for the right reasons. So it's, Ooh. yeah, it's just, just quite thought provoking with how social media has changed from basic Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, to be much more subtle, right? Yeah, it's yeah. The, the same yeah. thing, just the speed of it is 
incalculable almost yeah. and that's the thing yeah. that social media has done isn't it so absolutely uh, yeah, Joe... mike's yeah mike swan says well done ant and mike and yeah. joe cooper fantastic leaders live great insight into branding and how it works ant and mike thank you there so you go. really really good session today guys brilliant thank you so yeah that's um yeah thank you again uh, ant and mike for just a brilliant enlightening us today with such an extraordinary conversation um you know we've loved having you on 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 the leaders live show my friend and this show will be available on podcast too so we're just closing out now to an end so please join us uh, our linkedin leaders live group and keep the conversation moving there and follow us on our leaders live company page as well and links will be in the feed too and uh, Tilly's just said, uh, yep, agreed, Joe, great insights. There we go. And before I get on to what's next week, the goose for next week, quick reminder, look, Leaders Live is a free show for all leaders, directors, managers, entrepreneurs, um, you know, and CEOs who are interested in business growth or infotainment and enjoy taking part in these extraordinary conversations just like we've had today. And together in this community, we aim to make the world better, folks. That's part of our branding. We want a spirit of freedom, of fun, of joy, and that feel-good factor in all of our working lives. These are massively important parts of the Leaders Live brand. So there we go. And a quick shout out on my own um, CTA in terms of what I do. So if you're interested in what I do commercially, um, look, um, I um, please contact me if you need any help with um, your business teams to develop effective leadership, uh, effective sales leadership and operations teams, etc. So your people can operate their very best and run a successful and profitable business. And I do that through specialised development programmes such as High Performing Teamwork, which is a specialist of mine. I do executive and team coaching and NLP business for diplomas and a whole lot more as well. And so very briefly, the goose for next week to finish off um, uh, is next week on Tuesday. A normal slot at 8.45 a.m. by popular demand. Dun, 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 dun. We'll be hanging out again with um, Thushara Polpitaya, uh, known as Tosh. And he's a straight-talking, um, dynamic speaker. We had him on the show a few weeks ago. And by popular demand, he's back again for a round two of his conversations on conversational control. Part two, folks, effective communication tips for success. Oh, I think that deserves it. Oh, and we know you're going to love it, folks. So that's a little bit about um, what we're doing uh, next week. And we know you're going to love it. We can't wait. Be there or be square, folks. We're going to close out to this outro. Um, so uh, this outro video now that actually goes to help me to produce. And here it goes. And it's a shout out to our sponsors as well. So thank you very much. Cheers. And we'll see you all again next week. Cheers for now, folks. Hope you have a great week ahead. <laughs> We're just waving goodbye to you. Hope you enjoy this groovy um, outro. And there we go. Bye for now, folks. See you again next week. Cheers for now. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.